You're listening to the Emotional Abuse Recovery Podcast, episode number 33. Do you struggle with saying no? Do you find yourself constantly trying to make other people happy, even if you aren't? Do you worry about what other people are thinking and what they're thinking about you? Well, if you answered yes, I can fully relate to this because I used to be the picture of a people pleaser. And today I'm going to be addressing the root of people pleasing and some people refer to this as codependency, I'm also going to help you by giving you some practical ideas of how you can change this behavior. People-pleasing isn't a personality trait. It's a habit. And any habit that we have, we can break if we choose to. So stay tuned. Welcome to the Emotional Abuse Recovery Podcast a podcast specifically designed to help you heal after a toxic or narcissistic relationship. This podcast teaches you to use your subconscious mind to go from feeling stuck to set free. In here, you will learn how to use the power of your own mind to free yourself from emotional pain, move forward with confidence, and experience the inner peace you deserve in your healing journey after emotional abuse. I'm your host, and subconscious reprogramming coach, Allison Dagny. So let's get started. Okay, so the first thing I want to say that is if you're a people pleaser, I can relate to this. And as you probably already know, this is a codependency trait that we develop in early childhood based on our upbringing. Usually it stems from a parental attachment wound, but this isn't about blaming our parents. It's just to show you and shine the light on why you have this habit so that you can be more aware and make changes if you want to. And I'm assuming if you're listening that you do want to change it. So most people pleasers believe that if they just keep on doing more, keep on showing up for people, keep on anticipating other people's needs and doing nice things and saying yes all the time, that they will be loved, that they will be worthy. But the problem with this is that they keep on doing these things and the love isn't there, or what they expected it to be, and then the people pleaser feels let down or disappointed or sad and ultimately unloved. And if you're a people pleaser and you keep repeating these same behaviors to feel loved or to affirm your value, you'll just keep getting the same results. You'll feel like you keep doing things for other people and nobody cares or shows up for you. I want to share something very important here, and I say this with so much understanding and love, Because I have been there and this reality smacked me in the face hard. So I'm going to give it to you gently in a question. Is it possible that your actions of people pleasing are to get people to make you feel good about yourself? When I look back at my people pleasing behaviors, they almost always came from a place of me needing something. I needed to feel appreciated. I needed to feel worthy. I needed to feel accepted. I needed to feel wanted. I needed to feel pride. I needed to feel secure and unafraid of rejection. I needed to feel absolved from guilt. I wanted to feel safe to avoid silent treatments and isolation. Ultimately, I realized that my behavior of people pleasing others was a way of coping where, and get this, I manipulated other people through my actions to feel better inside myself. Yikes, right? Let me give you an example. I met a new friend and I really liked this girl and we got along great. We had fun together and she was a really nice person and we had a lot in common. But 
I was coming into a brand new friend group and she had well-established friendships already from early in her life. And I was yearning to be accepted and to have a close friendship with her. So I went out of my way to do things for her to prove that I was a worthy friend. I always said yes to invites, even if I didn't really want to go. And I was always accommodating and willing and helpful and agreeable and you name it. And when I look back, I realize I did this for my own needs. Not because I wanted to be a great friend to her, but because I want her to think I was worthy so that she would affirm me. So that she would reciprocate and make me feel valued as a friend. I was the yes friend. She wanted me to be the designated driver. Okay. She wanted to have the party at my house. Sure. At one point, I realized how lopsided our friendship was because I was the one always reaching out to her to do things, calling and texting her, but it wasn't the other way around. This friendship sort of like fizzled out over time. And one day out of the blue, after not talking for two years, she texted me. She just wanted to check in and see how I was doing and if I wanted to get together. Now, mind you, this was after me trying to contact her several times with no response. When I got that text message, I simply blocked her number and moved on. I didn't feel guilt or any obligation to reply because maybe she'll think I'm mean or maybe she'll think I'm rude or anything like that. I felt completely at ease with my decision not to respond to her. And the only reason I didn't have any people-pleasing feelings or behaviors here is because I released the beliefs that would normally keep me feeling like I owed her a response or that she would think I was a mean person or that I needed to reply to feel good about myself as a good friend. That was all removed with rapid reprogramming. So that's exactly why I didn't show up as a people pleaser in that moment. I was free. It felt amazing not to be chained to those old feelings. I felt good about myself and my decisions and didn't have to worry about anything. Wouldn't you like to feel this way too? It's important to note that continuing to please others at the expense of yourself or to obtain the feeling you want to feel through others or avoid feeling bad is only going to leave you feeling good temporarily. It only lasts as long as that action is taking place. It's sort of like drinking alcohol in a social setting to get you to open up or relax. It helps in the moment, but when it wears off, you're back to feeling tense and uptight again. Okay, here's something else I want you to consider. When we perform and others don't respond in ways we were hoping for, like if we do what people want and they don't show up for us is what I mean. If we do what we think they want and they aren't appreciative or they aren't showing us love or they aren't affirming our value or whatever, we have to take a look at why we're really doing it. Ask yourself, why am I really doing it? And you have to be really honest with yourself here. Are you doing it to get a thank you so you feel good about yourself? Are you doing it to feel accepted or to feel loved or to feel worthy? Are you doing it to satisfy your needs or to avoid feeling bad about yourself? Let me ask you, what is this costing you to continue to behave this way when you aren't feeling any better about it permanently? Now, I need to clarify that we all operate on trying to get something positive. There is always an inner positive self-intention to all our behaviors. Even narcissistic people and abusers are trying to feel better about themselves or maybe superior to others, you know, and that's why they hurt people. 
But for a people pleaser, we try to please others to avoid feeling worthless or some other negative feeling or to achieve feeling something positive. But the problem with this is that you are giving all your powers away to other people to make you feel something. When you can access that inside yourself, you have all the power. Isn't it true that there are lots of people in this world who don't people please and have a good sense of self-worth? You can probably think of some people like this in your own life. Here's the thing. If they don't respond in the way that we hope for or expect, we feel let down. We feel slighted or disrespected, unappreciated or disappointed. But let me ask you this. What if we do things with no expectations? Truly, none at all. If we do this, we are more secure. And this is the magical part. When you get to this point, you are no longer a people pleaser. And you know what? The funny thing about the term people pleaser is that it leads with the connotation that you are pleasing others. But in most cases, reality is you're trying to please yourself. I'm not telling you this so that now all of a sudden you feel bad about yourself. No, there's nothing wrong with you. You need to understand that this is just how your brain is wired as a human being, especially if you just realize this and this is you and this is your pattern of behavior. I'm telling you this to be aware. It's all about thinking outside yourself. To heal yourself, you can't be judging yourself. And I want you to know something about your brain. The brain is what is causing you to behave this way. So understanding how it works can really, really help. And you absolutely can change that wiring to help increase your self-worth and feelings of security so that you can stop people-pleasing others. Human brains have evolved over time to help us survive and to stay safe in our environment. And overall, the human brain has evolved in a way that maximizes our chance of survival. And your brain is trying to protect you and keep you safe. That's its primary job. And that's a good thing. It's operating on thousands and thousands of years of evolution to protect and preserve the human species. But what happens when our environments are no longer the same as they were 10,000 years ago? We're operating with old survival instincts and habits with new surroundings. And that means we have to evolve our brains because our brains have evolved based on old survival needs like running from saber-toothed tigers. <laughs> and obviously we don't have to do that anymore. So what does this have to do with people pleasing? Everything. Because your brain is wired to keep doing what it thinks you need in order to survive. But you don't need to people please to survive. Your brain just thinks you do. So this is your reminder to pay attention, be aware of what is keeping you feeling safe and recognize that it could be preventing you from moving forward because what keeps you feeling safe often keeps you feeling stuck. So I know you want to know how, how do I stop this behavior? And I know you might be thinking, but I'm a nice person. And if I don't do nice things for people, then that means I'm changing my personality. And I know that for most women who are struggling with this people pleasing, letting go of the people pleasing behaviors often means for them, I'm a bad person and I'm changing who I am. But isn't it true that you can still be a good person and not please everyone? And don't you know of people who have strong boundaries who are really caring and loving people? So why are you the exception? All right, so let's get into the how. You have to remember changing any habit is going to take some practice. Now that you're aware of why you do it, you have to start taking action on how to undo it. 
So number one, before you say yes to someone, before you run out and do something for someone that you weren't asked to do, before you take any action in relation to other people, ask yourself these four questions. And if you have a paper and pen, you'll want to write this down so you can come back to it. Number one, what emotion am I feeling right now? Number two, what feeling do I want to be feeling right now? Number three, is the action I'm about to take going to give me that feeling? And number four, or is the action I'm about to take going to help me avoid feeling what I don't want to feel? Now, this is important to note because a lot of times the action happens so quickly and we haven't been in the habit of asking these four questions and this is probably the first time you're ever hearing it. So try this on things that don't require a snap decision. Things you have time to think about like going to a party next week that you have no interest in attending or going 20 minutes out of your way to get your friend a fruit platter this Sunday for her child's birthday party, right? Then number two, start to question the beliefs. Are you believing you're a bad person if you say no? Are you believing you won't have friends if you don't jump when they say jump? You have to look at your thoughts from a bird's eye view and question them. And that is going to be key. Okay, so here's what I'll leave you with. The subconscious is what is in control here. It runs 95% of the show. So if your subconscious programming believes things like I'm not good enough or I'm not worthy or I have no friends, then the conscious mind steps in and takes logical action for us. But that's only 5%. It says, I can get proof that I'm enough from someone else outside myself. But the problem is, the subconscious mind has to be what believes I am good enough and I am worthy because it runs 95% of the show. So uncovering your self-worth, which you already have, is really going to be a huge component of stopping the people-pleasing behaviors. So if you want to work on stopping the people-pleasing behaviors, you have to start with self-worth. You have to question your motives and your thinking. And again, this takes practice. So if you need support with this, let me know. And I'm happy to get on a call with you for free to see if we would be a good fit to work together. I hope this episode has been helpful and I hope you have a wonderful week. Talk to you next time. Thank you for being here with me today in the Emotional Abuse Recovery Podcast. I hope you found value here with me. If this podcast episode was helpful to you, I'd love for you to hit subscribe and leave me a review. My goal is to help you go from feeling stuck to set free. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook, and you can check out whentearsleavescars.com for more resources and information help you with your own emotional abuse recovery. Until next time, here's to believing in